to you all in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Thank you for joining me this morning of February 10, 2024. Uh, thank you for for your prayers and I want to thank you also for sharing and letting people know about this podcast. My name is Gabriel Adebayo and I am your host. As, as I have been speaking to you, I want to share with you some of the insights that I came across in the Bible a couple of uh, months back. And I've been reading this over and over again, but then it just dawned on me that I've actually been reading it wrongly. <laughs> or rather, maybe my interpretation um, towards it is, is wrong. Well, before I go into that, I want to um, continue in this uh, prayer section. You can't say you want to pray without not knowing the Word of God because it is the scripture that will ch- shape your mind, your life, and your prayer life. Scripture have the power to shape your mind, to shape your life, and to shape your prayer life. God has not left us. God has not left it all up to you, brother. God has not left it all up to you. Our Heavenly Father is gracious beyond measure. We know that. He's a merciful God. And His grace is beyond measure. Remember when David says, according to that loving kindness, according to the multitude of that tender mercies. And that's one of the things about God. He's so much of, 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 a, of a merciful person. Than, than, than any other thing. Through the intercession of Jesus, the Holy Spirit and other believers, He provides what we need even when we pray in error or ignorance of His will. So whether you are a recent convert to Christ or have known Him for years, there is much to anticipate as you grow spiritually. And if you wish, as we all do, to become personally powerful and effective in prayer, to more frequently experience the joy of having our Lord give you the desires of your heart, then you must become committed to reading. Reading what? Reading the Word of God. Memorizing the Word of God. Meditating on the Word of God. And and finally, obeying the writing (laughs) will of God in the Bible. There are no shortcuts, no seminars, no amazing prayer power techniques, nor any secrets which bypass this reality. Let me let you know that. There are no shortcuts, no seminars, no amazing power prayer techniques, nor any secret which bypass this reality. The path to spirituality, spiritual maturity um, to answer prayer is the way of obedience. I must say that again. The the only path to spiritual maturity and to answer prayer is the way of obedience. You cannot go spiritually without obeying God. Neither can you go spiritually um, or answer prayer um, without obeying God. The emphasis above mentioned on obedience points to several uncomfortable conclusions. Number one, prayer is not a labor-saving device. Prayer is not a labor-saving device. 
God acts in response to prayer when the situation is beyond solution by those who are praying. Let me say that again. Prayer is not a laboring, it's not a labor saving device. God acts in response to prayer when the situation is beyond solution by those who are praying. God acts when he perceives help is actually needed. God will not do for us in answer to prayer that he has equipped his children to do for themselves. And that's the error that we make. What God has equipped you to do for yourself, God will not do anything with it. If he has equipped you to do it, you got to go up and go and do it. He will not, God will not do anything that he has already prepared you and set you up for. That all you need to take is get yourself together and move on. Anything that God has equipped his children to do for themselves, God will not answer. There is a time to pray and there is a time to act. We are unlikely to pray better than our commitment to obey. There is no shortcut to effective prayer that bypasses basic Christian discipleship. There is no shortcut to effective prayer that bypasses basic Christian discipleship. Those who want to be more effective in prayer must think very hard about the implication of what Dr. Luke writes in chapter 6 and verse 46. Why do you call me Lord, Lord, and not do what I tell you? You should take a very deep concentration on that. Why? (laughs) Because unless we respond to this verse before we pray, we may well receive it as the answer to our petition. The underlying spiritual principle is found also in the book of John chapter 9 verse 31. We know that God does not hear sinners because they neither respect, understand, nor pray according to his will. But if anyone is God-fearing and does his will, who has been trained through their relevant obedience to understand God's will and pray according to it, God hears them. That's the NASB Bible. The same truth is found in Romans 12, verses 1 through 2. Pleasing God is how we live indirectly, linked to the spirit renewal of our mind. Pleasing God in how we live is directly linked to the spirit's renewal of our mind, which in turn is essential to accurate perception of God's will. Listen, make a commitment to live more like Jesus and God will teach you to pray more like Jesus. Our Savior said, Father, I thank you that you have heard me. I knew that you always hear me. That's the book of John chapter 11, verse 41 through 42. (laughs) He had such an effectiveness in prayer because of his humanity. Because in his humanity, he was totally committed to obedience. And remember what he says in the book of John chapter 4, verse 34. um, And reference that in the book of Hebrew 11, I mean Hebrew 10, verse 7. When he says, my food is to do the will of him who sent me. I seek not my own will, but the will of him who sent me, John 5.30 says. Through the, prayer, through, through the prayer, obedience, relationship, the Spirit of Christ will increase your understanding of the mind of Christ. As a matter of fact, he will help you learn to pray more frequently as Jesus always did, according to the will of our Father who is in heaven. According to the will of our Father who is in heaven. If the will of God is never done in your life, nothing else stands. If the will of God 
you've not done in your life, nothing else stands. That much I know. And this is why many of us fail to understand that there's a time to pray and there's a time to act. Remember when the Israelites get to the, by the Red Sea and they started complaining to Moses and the complaint was very harsh. And the, the Moses was a little worried and he said to God, God, what do you want me to do? See, whatever God has equipped you for, that he has prepared you for, God is not going to respond. You just have to act. Many have turned prayer into some kind of a secret agent or amulet or some kind of a magical formula. There's no shortcut to that. You either have to do that or nothing at all. Now, after 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 Moses began to, to, to talk to God and say, God, what do you want me to do? God says, what is in thy hand? What the, what the Bible is actually saying that God is saying is that God, God is saying to Moses, I didn't give you that rod for nothing. I give you that rod for, for, for a purpose like this. For such a time as this, I give you that rod. Now, stretch forth your hand. <laughs> My goodness, hallelujah. And guess what? The moment Moses obeyed God, he doesn't look at that sick and narcissistic that he has been using to assist himself because he's old. Or he has been using to pick up dirt on the road, or whatever he does with it. He doesn't look at it as ordinary, because this is where God makes an ordinary to become reality. <laughs> and immediately he did that. What happened? The sea parted. The sea parted. I don't believe there is a bad relationship. I believe there are bad people. Who creates bad relationship? Gone by itself does not kill, but he who holds the gun, who cannot exercise patience or control himself, we kill people. That's the reality of life. None of the things that God has done is bad. We make it bad. The Bible says that God has done all things right, but man has sought evil invention. We, we're the one that is trying to make things in a way we want to redo things that God makes and think it's the right way to do it. When God's way has been the only way that he does things, who can challenge him? Now let me leave you with this as I close. Is there anything God has prepared you for that you should do? And you're still asking God, what do you want me to do? Whatever God has equipped you for, God will not listen. Get up and act. It is only in that the power of God reigns in you. May God bless you. May God keep you. May God cause His face to shine upon you. Remember this, that God only answers prayer according to His will, not according to your will. Thank you.